This is the Neurosurgery Podcast. Welcome back to the Neurosurgery Podcast. Once again, JP and I are here in live action here at the Spine Section. Amazing meeting here at the Fountain Blue in Miami. And I had the opportunity to run into some old friends, including Dave Poley, uh, who I've known for a number of decades. He used to work at Medtronic. But now he has, with a core group of individuals, started a very, very important initiative, I think, uh, people need to hear about. Uh, Dave, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Go ahead, Dave. Well, yeah, Dave Poley. And um, I'm currently with the uh, National Spine Health Foundation. And um, we have uh, assembled a, a, a seller group of physician leaders uh, to really carry the torch so that patients understand more about what spine care is. And we will come back to that. And then a part of that is to build a coalition for spine health. And uh, that includes professional societies, providers, everyone, basically uniting behind something that we do not have within spine, which is something like the the American Heart Association, for spine or the uh, American Cancer Association. So having patient advocacy and education, bringing knowledge to the patients and hope is really what that mission is about. And with us is the, the brain trust for this whole thing. Rita Roy, who uh, is a um, general surgeon by training and uh, has an entrepreneur and is the CEO of uh, the National Spine Health Foundation. So, Rita. Thank you, Dave, for that generous introduction. I'm Dr. Rita Roy. I've been the CEO of the National Spine Health Foundation um, for the past several years. I've had the privilege of meeting Dr. Wang along this journey and and a number of other uh, just phenomenal spine experts and leaders. And, um, you know, our mission of making spinal health a national priority um, thinking about the burden of spine conditions to society, you know, the number one cause of disability is back pain. The number one reason why people miss work is back pain. The number one reason why opioids are prescribed outside of cancer treatment is for back and neck pain. Um, it is a $300 billion economic burden to our society, and it affects 100 million Americans. Debilitating neck and back pain affect 100 million Americans. It's worth saying that twice. Um, with a population of 300 million people, we're talking about a third of our population suffering uh, every year. We say that's you or someone you know struggling with a neck or back problem. And where do you go? What, what's the trusted, um, vetted, unbiased, Um, site that you can go to to get information and to educate yourself on spine conditions and treatment options and prevention for the the range of of conditions that can happen to your spine. Well, it's spinehealth.org. And we've created this resource and our affiliated um, products, our, our journal, our podcast, our social media, our online patient support community. We've created all of these educational assets by working with the experts. And Dr. Wang is um, part of our medical and scientific board and a number of his colleagues are. We think it's so important that we have the voice of the experts helping to drive this knowledge for patients. So let me ask you, uh, what's the name of your podcast, by the way? The Get Back To It podcast, where we tell real stories of healing and recovery. We feature spinal champion stories. Uh-huh. And these are people who've undergone some kind of treatment, operative, non-operative treatment 
to overcome a spinal condition. And you're on uh, iTunes, Apple, we're Spotify. On every, yeah, we're on all okay. the podcasts. Okay, so that's the get back to, to it. it. Okay, and, and just to draw the distinction, our podcast, which we're so happy about, and we've had over half a million listens, which may not sound like much to most people, but almost all of our listeners are either doctors or medical professionals, so it's a fairly narrow band of people. Your podcast is more directed towards patients, that's right? right? So, so, and you're a general surgeon, right? Yes. The training? Okay. Do you still operate? No. This is more important. This is not piecemeal work anymore. You're helping yeah. populations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, so David, you used to work for Medtronic. I knew you from your days in Medtronic. We've always had had a great relationship. And Medtronic, obviously, is a is the <clears throat> largest provider in the world of spine uh, implants, spinal implants, which we use. Tell us about why this is needed. And and obviously, there's there are groups that are servicing chiropractors or pain doctors or physical therapists. I mean, in some ways, you're more although not exclusively linked to us as surgeons, right? Mm-hmm. Tell, us, tell us what surgeons need to know about why we're so hated and, and feared. Well, yeah, and, and I, I'm delight, delighted to say that because I have, I, have, I have some real passionate feelings about what you guys have done. And I mean, the leadership within Spine is, is really amazing. And going back, really, 25 years, uh, the Spine industry was embroiled in pedicle screw litigation that brought the FDA in, it brought every, everything in. And unfortunately, you know, what we're doing here at the National Spine Health Foundation is advocacy for patients, right? The only advocate for the patient back then was the trial bar. And it was uh, not, not really the advocate. And it was the trial bar helping the patients sue surgeons and sue every society. Just like a tapeworm wants to host to <laughs> yeah. survive and eat, right? You mean like right. that? Okay. Right. So, and, and think about it. When you go back 25 years, that's what we were living in, right? And we don't want to talk about that because that, that remedied itself. And in 1999, it was officially over. What I want to focus on is the renaissance that has happened since that time. And it, it is... For me, and in my career, it was Medtronic for <clears throat> 23 years, but it was 10 years with J&J, Synthes. And so I, I've, I've been able to really enjoy being a part of the spine community, uh, getting to know, I mean, and it's amazing to get to know the leadership and the, the quality and the character of people, of these surgeons, that it's not about operating on patients, it's about providing care to, to the world. And uh, you know, whether it's helping to assist with medical education, with evidence development, research, study groups, all of this, global professional relations to help the professional societies to fulfill their missions of educating surgeons, developing evidence and disseminating that, that's been great. But, you know, the message really to you all as, as, as surgeons is that renaissance and you know what I look at it is it is something when I when I assess what has happened in terms of innovation about research about multi-center research not my series when I think about the innovations in medical education I mean we're doing a podcast now it's amazing what has happened in spine within the various societies and how they've united orthopedic and neurosurgeon coming together Um, when you get into um, the, the, the amazing aspects of what leadership has done in terms of innovation, technology. Many, of, many of, of all of you have done been the drivers helping industry to create that goal. So, you know, when we think about, okay, that's great, we're celebrating that, but how do we celebrate that and not include the patient? Because the patient is the one that needs hope. 
the patient is putting their lives into your hands. And so let's celebrate this, but let's include the patient community and give the patient, and that's what our, our foundation is doing, helping them to know all the great work that is being done in diagnosing, treating, et cetera, and, and, and care, but bringing that all together so that the patient's in effect, when they understand what you have done in terms of study, research, education, and how, how deliberate you are, they are part of, the, they, they, they see the good in that, and that gives them greater hope, and that's what they need. Yeah, and you know, I, I want to underscore, as Dr. Wang pointed out, that our, our program is very geared toward the professionals. It's geared toward the surgeons, and I like to occasionally on the show put on my resident hat. I'm the resident resident for the show. Yep. And hearing you talk about uh, your organization's work, I, I saw you've been around 20, 21 years now, found in 02, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I think about from the perspective of a trainee, we spend so much of our time in residency learning how to do the surgeries. And then towards the end of training, we start learning everything else, which I think is the majority of work that a surgeon does. And, and in some cases, some of the most impactful and important aspects of caring for these patients are what happens before and after the surgery, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so thinking about it from the trainee perspective, I know that people who are just finishing residency or are a few years out and don't have the years of hard-won experience in approaching these patients, talking with them, as you say, explaining why we're doing the things we're doing and right. why we understand what the right thing to do is, can benefit so much from the resources, the information, the materials that your organization is offering. So for anyone listening now who is in residency or just out of training and starting to establish their clinical practice, where can they find materials? What can uh, they point either their patients toward or even themselves to kind of help facilitate those conversations that they're learning to have? Yeah, and JP, thank you so much for saying that because in, in, in our mission to make spine health a national priority, we are representing the patient voice, we are educating patients, we're giving hope, but we are also supporting providers. We want to be your partners in helping you to have those successful clinical encounters. You know, oftentimes a patient's gonna come to see you, you're gonna tell them some things and they're gonna zone out and they're gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna nod their head and look at you and say, sounds good doc. They walk out the door and they say, oh my God, what did he say? Mm. Did someone take notes? I want to hear that again. Where do I get more information? How can I meet other people who've gone through this? And all of that information is available at spinehealth.org. Spinehealth.org. And um, we want to be a resource for doctors as much as we are a resource for patients. Um, so thank you for, for this opportunity to share this. I, you know, it's so funny. Yesterday, JP and I were having uh, breakfast with a very famous spine surgeon, and he was recanting a story. I won't, I'll leave the names out, mm-hmm. but uh, there's a very, very well-known uh, orthopedic surgeon who uh, does a lot of hip surgery. And, and he shocked me because we were talking about our clinic practices, right? And he says, well, you know, how does this other guy do it? He goes, well, what he does is he gets 50 patients in a room, and they sit there like a classroom, and uh, he only gives them five minutes. He basically never met them before, the PAs or whatever met him. And he says, okay, all you guys in the room are the same. The only difference is half of you have a left hip that needs to be done, and the other half have a right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, here's what I'm going to do to you, and then bye, right? Yeah. And then the PAs and nurse practitioners or whoever else take care of the rest of the medical assistants. And w- when he told me that story, I, I kind of laughed a little bit. I was thinking to myself, "Is would that ever be possible in spine surgery? And I think about spending 40 minutes talking to somebody about a microdisc. And, um, and that, you know, it's understandable that that's necessary. But what you're saying is you're helping us to move 
to bring that Venn diagram of what patients think they know, which is, I think, the furthest from the reality of what we think we know mm -hmm. of any medical specialty, and bring them a little bit closer That's to right. the alignment. And we think we're right, of course, but we're not always right. But bringing them into a knowledge base that has <clears throat> less of the confounding, the static, the white noise, the the, the promotional pieces and bring it closer to where they're really at if they're really going to have a surgery, like if, if they really need us and frequently they don't, which is great. Right. Is, is that what you're trying that, to do that, kind of in exactly a way right. as part well, of it? Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the mm -hmm. patient advocacy word for what you're describing is informed decision-making. So mm -hmm. we want patients to come to you with some knowledge to be able to ask you informed questions so that that you bring that conversation closer together. So it's not all over the place, there's fear involved, there's no, you know, you, you can come, you can get knowledge, you can be informed, and you can ask your surgeon better questions, better questions. to better understand yeah. your choices right. and your recovery and what that journey is going to be. And the happen. channels, because I know a little bit, but our listeners certainly don't, right, yeah. except for a handful. I mean, you have a newsletter, you have, you have podcasts. Tell us about the channels by which people engage, because our, our listeners are going to want to direct maybe their own families or their yeah. patients to this, Thank right? Thank you so much for letting me share that. I mean, there's, so you've got to hit it from all angles, right? Because you, you, you don't know, and people need to hear it and consume it in different ways. So we have our website, spinehealth.org. There is an explore my symptoms, so people can come in there, say what they're feeling, and they get the list of resources and points them to, to, to different things. We have a journal that's published twice a month for patients. Twice it's, a month? I'm sorry, twice a year. Sorry, <laughs> I was thank you. Say, sorry. That's a lot twice of Twice a year. Just came out this month. Yeah. This, uh, maybe this, it should this be twice a month. Maybe you know, you know yeah. if funding if funding were there, we could do it more often. Uh, twice a year, it's published, written by experts for patients. It's an electronic publication. It's available on our website. You can subscribe to that and it gets sent to your mailbox. We have our podcast, which we've already talked about. We have an online patient support group on Facebook. It's the back and neck pain support group. There are just over 3,000 patients in that support group. There, we have a nurse educator who goes in and you know, uh, interacts with everybody in that support group. We have our spinal champion community. These are people who are sharing their stories of success on our website. And there's a subset of patients called our spinal champion advocates who are volunteers who are willing to be contacted by anybody to offer peer-to-peer -peer support in discussing their spine health journey. Free of charge. All of our resources are free of charge. We produce infographics. I mean, not free of cost, but free of charge to the patients. Free of charge to the patients. Yes. Our resources are free. We're a 501c3 nonprofit. We rely on the generosity of donors, industry, foundations, others to give to us so we can continue our mission. Um, and, and I would say we also have a monthly newsletter that comes out, um, and you can subscribe to that. And you have a YouTube channel? We do have a YouTube okay. channel. Our, our premier educational resource is our Spine Talks program, Spine-Talks. Um, Dr. Wang's been a member of a panel on Spine Talks, and Spine Talks brings unparalleled access to world-class experts. And essentially what that means is that we're bringing the top leaders in spine um, from the different society meetings gathered together on various topics that are of interest to patients. And we have a guided conversation um, for patients directly from the experts. And it's very, very exciting. Spine Talks 
um, at spinehealth.org. You can hear directly from experts. And just this morning, we produced a, a phenomenal panel discussion on spine oncology, spine tumors. So it's the scenario where you've been told you have a tumor in your spine, now what do you do? Mm. And of course, those are difficult conversations, um, but there is optimism and there's hope in all of the new treatment modalities that are available for patients. And so we had uh, Dr. Larry Rimes and Dr. Dan Shuba recorded this morning. That program will be produced, and then it gets pushed out on all of our social media and digital media channels. Phenomenal. Well, I know we need to respect your time, but I think one of the most important questions we can ask um, in addition to how do we point our patients towards your resources is those of our listeners who'd like to contribute. Um, anyone who, as I said, is finishing training or even a luminary in the field such as Dr. Wang who'd like to get involved with your organization and contribute from the professional side of things, what's the best way for them to reach out and get put in the right channel to help? Yeah, they can contact me directly. Uh, my email address is rroy at spinehealth.org. Um, if, if you can't remember that, then you know just go to the website, click on the info button, send us a note. Dave Poley and I will uh, respond. Dave is our, our expert at professional uh, relations and society relations, and is just a wealth of knowledge. And we, we welcome the contributions, the input, um, the intellectual contributions, the financial contributions, all of it. We welcome all of that. And we want to be here to serve the industry and to serve the patients. That's wonderful. Well, thank you both for your time to share this uh, important work from your organization. We will link to your website and the contact information in the show notes for anyone that would like to get in touch either to disseminate these materials to their patients or to contribute themselves. Thank you. That's awesome. awesome. Thank you so much. Congratulations on your very successful podcast. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Disclaimer time. The opinions and ideas expressed in this show are solely those of myself, Dr. Wang, and our guests. They do not represent the opinions of any professional institution or organization. This show is for entertainment purposes only and does not constitute the giving of medical or legal advice. Listening to or participating in this show does not constitute continuing medical education or any other professional certification. It's just a show, everybody.